Hi, and welcome back to the Chasing Tone podcast. I'm Travis. I'm Max. I'm Brian. And um, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited today. Gotta admit, um, I Max Max is. Let me get this out of the way first. Max is notorious for being very detail oriented. Um, he has documents for gigs. Right. I mean, he he has. He's pretty organized in his personal life. You know, most people are either organized professionally or personally. I don't know about professionally, but... I'm both. Are yeah. you? Okay, well, definitely. List maker. Definitely, yeah, you are a list maker. But Max was even proud of me for this. I started a spreadsheet on my own without being told to. <laughs> and it was, uh, it's basically like a list of, like a bill of materials for my new amp build. Mm-hmm. I am building an 18 water... I jumped off the deep end. I ordered all my parts, but this—he's impressed because the Excel sheet has like parts numbers and to put columns and everything. Uh, oh yeah, columns. Yeah, <laughs> I even—I even did math. Did you like? Really? Well, I did, and the computer did, but I set it up to do it. Hashtag auto sum. But if you look at like Travis's desktop, it literally is like icons everywhere and documents. It's just <laughs> chaos. It looked like computer just threw up. But but here's the thing. The way Max, I've organized it twice before because I have a folder that says backup. Because I made you. But you know how I did it? I highlighted every, what do you call them, icon or whatever. Yeah. Every icon, and then I just put it in a folder that says backup. Yeah, I do the same thing. (laughs) Except I call mine desktop. Desktop, I call mine backup one, backup two. two, That way I don't get confused. Right, that's what I do. Backup, backup one, backup two. Because I don't call it, I don't. Eventually you have like, eventually I have like five desktop folders. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but who needs to be that organized when there's the search thing, right? Number one. And then number two, there's Time Machine. Mm-hmm. You know? You have an out. No? Whatever. Nothing? No, I'm not going to give this to <laughs> I'm with friends, you. but I, I just click on the magnifying glass. Yeah, exactly. No. Magnifying glass. But um, so I figured we'd talk about the amp build thing because it's, it's, it's um, there's a lot of places to go with that. And... A lot of stuff on my mind about it. For instance, you know, do you buy the world's best parts? How neat does your wiring have to be? You know, all these, like, what if you could buy one tube that makes the most difference, which would it be? You know, Mm -hmm. all this stuff that, you know, I'm reading and reading and reading, and I'm learning way more than I really need to to be able to build an amplifier. You know, it's like, do you really need to have a multimeter and check between every solder connection between every component or can you just do it through sections mm-hmm. you know so it's kind of geek talk kind of not but i kind of want to just you know reverb.com great site they have a great blog also if you like great blogs check out max's blog on the Boom. wampler pedals webpage is it just it's just wampler pedals yeah forward slash blog yeah. wamplerpedals.com forward slash blog yeah i don't know because i just hit it off my desktop or off my <laughs> uh my what do you call it the bookmarks bar yeah come on but uh <laughs> what oh i know because i heard that for hours I, i've got brian's son saying come on night. he even sent me a video of his son uh, trashback come on for hours we were playing baseball in the yard right or, well <laughs> softball type thing right all the family and every time anything <laughs> happened he'd be like come on <laughs> Bink. Come and i was like oh god you're killing me hashtag you're welcome <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, no, I, and like I said, because I, I told him, I told, I told him, I said, dude, it's gonna catch on. You need to take it to your school. And he was like, no, it's stupid. And now, after school's out, now he decides it's cool. It's like, yeah, 
It's like you're <laughs> you're behind the times here. I forgot right. to close down all the apps on my computer, so now like everything's popping up on me. But anyway, <laughs> back to the reverb blog thing. ADD, oh, look, <laughs> yeah. oh, look at that. <laughs> Dude, I have this thing, one icon for Adobe or whatever, and it'll flash every now and again. Mm-hmm. And it just bugs the crap out of me. Anyway, yeah, exactly. I hate when they start to jump a little bit. Like you know, that's what this. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Jumps a little bit. That's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. Irritating. Okay, so I kind of wanted to go off of some of this reverb stuff, just because it's really good and it's stuff that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. I mean, this guy, the 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 guy that wrote the original article, uh, Dave Dave Hunter. Oh well, Dave Hunter's. Yeah, he knows his stuff. That's what I was getting ready to say. I was getting ready to say he knows a little more than I. He's basically written the guitar bible. Exactly. You know what I mean. But so I well, I want to give credit where credit's due because I didn't come up with the article. You know, and and but some stuff that really got me thinking, especially where I'm at right now as far as building this amp. So let's just kind of break it down. He one of the he calls it the myths, Mm -hmm. but um. You know, the most, what I was saying, the most expensive parts make the best amp. It's true. You know, it's not true. <laughs> I know. But in the way that it was described, makes total sense, man. It was Depends from, if you own a part manufacturer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you own a parts company. Yeah. Then. Well, it, it, and it's like I, I was telling you yesterday, um, you know, for my ant, personal amp build, I went with a different company for the power transformer and a different company for the output transformer. Mm-hmm. And I put more money into my output transformer because a lot of research and some very trusted friends tells me that the power transformer doesn't have that much effect on tone. Well, I can, I've heard that about transformers. There's more that meets the eye. There is more than meets the eye. And it could be pretty deceptive, Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? Deceptive. I, I tried. I tried going with it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? You won't give it to me. You gotta be to a little older to understand. That. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no, it can't make it can't make it come back. But um, <laughs> but anyway, I was telling Brian. I said, really, the only people I've heard say the power transformer has a lot to do with tone are the people that make the power transformer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know I mean, it's like if you make transformers, you're going to probably hype them up quite Exactly. Bit. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, there's nothing sexier than a, than a power transformer. <laughs> that's what gets, right that's what gets me going. <laughs> the windings. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. Mr. Dr. Z himself made a good point. He said, uh, excuse me, Mr. Z, but uh, <laughs> he said, you know, with guitar we're not trying to reproduce anything. We're trying to create things. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not trying to take hi-fi audio. And, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, we want amps to distort on purpose. Right. Why would you ever want that? You know, why would you want crystal clean tones? Engineering yeah. teach you to not make things clip. Exactly. You know? And he was like, so if you have every part is perfect tolerance and every part is, you know, amazing or whatever mm-hmm. then your amp could sound worse because of it sterile and lifeless almost exactly and he said his favorite part about designing an amp is basically you know finding what parts and what tolerances mm-hmm. that are mismatched mm-hmm. and just come up with that magic and then once he figures it out right. boom that's his amp i think the same is true for pedals a little bit See, but it's exactly not near, what i was getting ready to say it's not near as dependent as amps are you know what i mean but so like with, at the same time i bet tolerances are farther apart on some of the pedal parts 
they can be yeah so like on some chinese made pedals you might have 20 20 plus yeah. or minus 20 percent that's huge how can you have <laughs> plus or minus 20 well that's but that's why some tube screamers like you get them and you get 10 of them and they all sound radically different yeah because some of those capacitors in there are high tolerance parts yeah i mean 20 percent that's huge and the potentiometers are high tolerance parts so yeah I mean, it's all that changes frequencies and volumes and gains. But you don't think it has stuff. as much effect on overall tone as as amps? I, I when you're talking about low voltage stuff and okay. keep in mind most I mean, we're putting nine volts in the pedal, but right. for the most part you're running about four and a half volts. Because yeah. it's using half voltage. Because um, half goes to ground, is that why? No, just no? the okay. op amp is biased off half that voltage. Of course it is. So, I could have told you. Um that. So I mean you're not <laughs> So I mean, you know, it, it's just it's not that as dramatic of a difference i mean i find the, the bigger difference is in layout um, that's the one and, thing and there's blows some, my there's, mind. Some, there's a few spots where it's really critical what type of capacitors and stuff but i'll tell you what the layout thing blows my mind and you saw it firsthand oh yeah, yeah, yeah. several times yeah. especially like you'll play something it's got to be so frustrating for you because like with an amp you build it, and that's how it sounds. Right. There's no breadboard. Right. I mean, I guess technically you could. It wouldn't be smart. It's but. pretty dangerous to breadboard 400 <laughs> volts on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, you know, so it's got to be frustrating because you'll breadboard something, and obviously you tune it as you're breadboarding. That's the whole reason. Mm -hmm. And then you'll play, you're like, that's it. Mm -hmm. And then you'll lay it out, and then you'll have it built, or you'll build it yourself, or, you know, whoever, whatever. Right. Yeah. But... You you get done and it sounds nothing like it did on the breadboard and yeah. it's like the schematics the same and you kind of parts to, are the same you have to kind of expect it and plan for it isn't that so crazy it it sucks so you well so let me ask you a question yeah. so do you go back to the drawing board and do you relay it out or do you adjust different components to get it to sound like it did on the breadboard first I try to adjust components really yeah. okay first thing I try to adjust components if that okay. doesn't work then we may go with a different layout if that doesn't work we we'll scrap the design. Oh, since man. there's been i mean like the ace 30 something mm -hmm. um there was remember the orange prototype i had uh -huh. it sounded great on the on the breadboard and it sounded got, good in a pedal it just it wasn't the, it, it wasn't breathe it wasn't the same thing yeah well and, and then, that fuzz remember that that's fuzz exactly what i was getting I, ready to say we had that fuzz it was on perf board and <laughs> i got uh, something funny to tell you about that and then ahead. we put it we laid it down the circuit board and it just mm -hmm. it lost all its all its character yeah and and you're like take it home and play it next to that fuzz and i and i did and it and I was like, you know, it just doesn't have it. And you're mm -hmm. like, really? And I was like, yeah. I said, yeah. I'll throw a mic in front of an amp and I'll record it. And you were like, yeah, try to get them to sound as close to the same as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Track that and then send it to me. Well, I did. And in the heat of the moment, we were like, oh, man, they sound completely different. This is unusable. But I was cleaning up my computer the other day and mm -hmm. I found that file. Mm -hmm. They sound pretty close. They, they do, but there was a different feel right. for there sure. There was a complete different feel, and I don't know yeah. that. And it was, we use the same parts, so it's not. I mean, it was yeah. exactly the same parts. It was just yeah. a layout thing. That's crazy. So, and gosh, I wish we could relay that out because no, we can. A, we just, you know, we came out to vote fuzz and said, <laughs> "Oh, trust this is completely different animal, though." Yeah, it's, it's so more different. like I don't know. It's, it's a little more raw, but a little more smooth on the mm -hmm. low end. The low end's way mm -hmm. smoother, but the actual fuzz articulation is a mm -hmm. little more raw. Right. Oh man, I'm getting excited. <laughs> you put a lot of emphasis on fuzz. Fuzz, fuzz. I love Tone. fuzz. <laughs> Although I was, I'm surprised you didn't say hashtag toner erection or something. Toner. 
Toner. That's what it was. Yeah, I knew there was, to- I knew there was a hashtag. Tonal, right? That's dirty. Uh, I knew there was a hashtag somewhere that you used yeah. at some point. Hashtag toner. To- toner. That's what it was. I'm talking about copy machines, bro. <laughs> My buddy, Roy Westernhauser Smith, his, uh, his day gig is, is, has to do with, with ink toner. So ink toner. That's his day gig? It, it has to do with that. But like, he told me, he was like, I can't call it a toner because I always think of work. <laughs> oh, gosh. And he's always like, I'm sorry, man. I always call you and bug you about your job. I was like, it's my hobby, too. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's fine. Right. He was like, yeah, but you don't, you don't bug me about my job. I'm like, <laughs> about copy machine. I was, I was like, I'm not really interested. So what's, what's the best copy yeah. machine, man? <clears throat> but... <laughs> So I thought that was great about the expensive parts, you know, because, sure. you know, everybody always thinks, got to have them, you know, got to have the most expensive, you got to have, and oh my, oh my gosh, dude, I, try buying tubes. Oh yeah. No, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm just going to pay Crazy. somebody like the tube amp doctor and say, this is my amp, send me tubes, how right. much money. <laughs> but some of those old tubes, man, do make a huge Oh, they difference. totally do. I mean, they, they totally do, but who can afford them? I mean, they're talking over a hundred dollars, and that's on the cheap end for a, a, a new old stock Mullard right. preamp tube. Right, and I need three of them. Right, and you're going to go through them. Yeah, quickly. yeah, because there are yeah, right. <laughs> Even if they're new old stock, you know, right. and a lot of people are like, "Oh, just buy the pre-owned ones. They're only ninety dollars." Shut up, no, <laughs> you know, and they're like, you can still get like you know 70 hours on them it's like i'm gonna play 70 hours over the course of the next two weeks i was gonna say so that's like the next month yeah especially (laughs) on a new amp that you're building right come on man and and let's face it i don't know what the heck i'm doing so i'm probably going to introduce voltages and things that these tubes don't like at first (laughs) you know what i mean it's awkward meetings between voltages and (laughs) yeah exactly it is awkward it's totally (laughs) awkward which brings us into preamp tubes everybody always thinks the hotter the preamp tube then the better the amp sounds and this goes back to what we were saying last week wasn't last week i can't remember but basically one of the weeks how gainy amps are the thing right now you know Mm -hmm. no clean tones but i I don't really don't have much to say on that because we've kind of kind of discussed that but yeah this is one that you will love okay the myth hand wired circuits always sound better than printed board circuits no i know because yeah in fact a circuit board is way more reliable way more reliable way more consistent consistent from piece to piece yeah i yeah i I don't get that. Like um, Mesa Boogie, that's that's all uh, circuit board, isn't it? Even John Sir's amps, is it? Yeah, and they sound they sound yeah. just as boutique I think, as I think, anything. I think done right. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, the caveat is some of the <clears throat> excuse me, some of the Chinese amps, mm-hmm. the circuit boards are so thin, the so traces, thin, yeah. the traces are it's terrible, sketchy at best. Yeah, I mean, you if you desolder it, you basically have ruined. Part of that, that yeah, board. and then you have to hand wire it, right? <laughs> and, then, and then it becomes great because right. it's hand wired. But I mean, yeah, but I mean, you can get great circuit boards. You can get terrible circuit boards. You can lay them out really good. You can lay them out really bad. But with the circuit board, you can control noise. That's and amps, the thing. Noises. I mean, lay out. You can have a wire just a little bit over. That's what I was talking to you about. Yeah. Which kind of takes us into, <clears throat> you know, the next thing. I don't want to cut you off on this, but like. You know, for instance, <laughs> going back to that same fuzz we were talking about, that the the one that we laid out and couldn't get it right, mm-hmm. but um, or not right, but because right's a relative term. But what you know, the way I mean. we wanted, it. yeah, the way we wanted it, because yeah. it was right. It sounded great. It just wasn't the way we wanted. It. But it's perf board, and mm-hmm. it's a little noisy. Mm-hmm. 
but the one where you laid it out on PCB, quiet as a mouse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For a fuzz pedal, that's saying a lot because mice are quiet. You got nothing. And rodents. And rodents. <laughs> You're talking about like Brian's built an amp. You're building an amp. I've once played an amp. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I kind of know what you're talking about. Uh, but you didn't actually have to build your amp because you know people. You just had to say, this is my design. Let's work on it together. And then you guys both build it, right? Who? You and Kevin? Shaw? Yeah. Um, we've, I've bought a couple of different amps from Kevin Shaw. No, the so one like, you built. The black one? The plexi one? No, no, you the one your design your Wampler oh amp. gotcha that one yeah okay yeah so yeah that was basically just a collaboration between he and I it's, yeah uh, if you see some of our videos you'll see like a Wampler head in the back mm-hmm. for sale uh, for sale <laughs> I think yeah there's one left actually mm-hmm. and uh, but I mean it was just I started with a tweed a brown face tweed deluxe based on Ford Thurston's amp actually okay Thurston had a great brown face yeah and so I was like yeah I'd like to have an amp like that so <laughs> I will build one so you know we just kind of worked out the schematic side of it and he built it and we i don't know sold yeah five of them or ten of them well let's run for a while i was about to say but you didn't make it i mean nah, i don't want to be thing. an amp builder well here's the thing you you only have like one left so obviously it was worth it you know what i mean yeah yeah so the one sits in paisley's studio that's pretty cool yeah and uh so. uh, uh one of one of paisley's really good friends robert robert Arthur, yeah, mm-hmm. he uh, he has one, doesn't he? Mm, I think so. I think so. He has your combo. Yeah, it might be the combo. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has a combo, mm-hmm. and I played that for a couple gigs. I really liked it. Yeah. And I normally don't like tweed amps. Yeah, it's a, it's kind of a cross between a deluxe and a brown face. Maybe that's why I like it because mm-hmm. it has like the brown face thing. Mm-hmm. But you know, the printed like you were saying, you but know, that's true point to point. There's no turret board. Oh, that's, really? Yeah, that's literally part goes into part goes into part. <laughs> I have an amp like that that yeah. uh, that started life as a frenzel, but. I ruined it and then had somebody fix it. But clamp it amp? Yeah. <laughs> Did you clamp it amp? Yeah, I had a guy, um, a general manager of a venue I play often with a slippery noodle. He said, nice amp. I'd be Jed Clampett's amp if he played guitar instead of banjo. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's called the Clampett. Yeah, so now we just called it the Clampett. But, <laughs> you know, hey, it's a badge of honor. It was my first try. You know, Good let's, for you. Yeah. But here I actually have a schematic and a layout for whatever I'm doing now. So not just like, hey, what's this do? Mm-hmm. That was before I even knew how to discharge caps. So the fact that I'm still alive is really <laughs> That's awesome. That's kind of a miracle in itself. Yeah, I, I had no idea how to... Have to discharge caps. More than a gold star on the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put this up on the fridge. But something you were talking about, um, Robbie from Jake Owens' band. He's a baby. Yeah. Or, no, it wasn't Robbie. It was Dave, right? It was Dave. He's the modder. Right? Yeah, Dave yeah, loves Dave. modifying. Actually, I think he's probably going to go into amp building. Good for him. So yeah, he loves that stuff. Amps. But he was t- telling me about, you know, like wire length and the reason mm-hmm. that, you know, he'll go in and he'll buy a brand new boutique amp, $3,000 amp, and then he'll start going in and like, well, I need to shorten these wires. They don't need to be that long, you know? Right. And because he, he can hear the difference. Mm-hmm. And who's to say that because maybe we can't that he's wrong? Right. You know? And another thing this article was saying is that clean, laid out, well, amps don't always sound better. Mm-hmm. You know, the the guy from Two Rock even said, you know, yeah. he's like, sometimes, he said, I've, some of the best sounding old Gibson amps I've ever heard, like, what are they, the GA5s or something like that? Yeah. He said, you open those up and it looks like a rat's nest. Right. And they sound incredible, you know, but, and that's kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about the, about the wires. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe, I find this completely interesting, but I mean, maybe that's just because I'm 
I'm definitely going through an amp stage right now. <clears throat> nerd. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the nerd part is... See, it's not nerdy. This goes back to what I what I always it say. No, it's not nerdy. <laughs> it's completely not nerdy. Everything's nerdy. It just depends on who has the bigger audience. It's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these people that really like cars, that's completely nerdy. But it's cooler because cars are more acceptable than guitar pedals. Could you know be. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, no matter what you're into, it's completely nerdy. Just however many people are into it. We just happen to be into guitar gear. It's true. Like, for instance, let's say we collected Star Wars figurines it's not nerdy see you're gonna say it's nerdy no, cabbage, it's not nerdy. Cards. Or, yeah cab- no garbage pail kids. garbage pail yeah. <laughs> let's say you, you like those the people who are into that they don't think it's nerdy right that's what i'm saying don't call me a nerd i just dropped some knowledge on you cuz <laughs> whatever nerd. i'm gonna bring back cuz remember i went through a summer you trying to bring back cuz phase i went through yeah. a cuz phase yeah hashtag cuz cuz yeah what's up cuz <laughs> see i'm gonna bring that back <laughs> up, I think what it comes from is I never really knew my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing therapy. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. Think back and tell me about this it. show. I better consult the paper because this show's going downhill from here. <laughs> but um, no, here's a good one that I don't know the answer to, but I'm going to throw it out. <laughs> no, I am. I'm going to throw it out because I want the answer to it. Maybe you know, but. This guy, I'll, I'll just read it. He said, did Les Paul and Leo Fender place the pickups in their guitars by scientific design, just separating them as far as possible for tone variation, or was it a happy accident? I have read there are sweet spots for pickups, which would also mean there are dead spots. Can you discuss this, please? That's a great idea. That's a great I, idea for Frank. That's yeah, a great exactly. question for Frank. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Frank but Elbow. something I can say is the difference between a Les Paul junior and a les paul special both have p90s and if you look at the and the bodies are a little bit different but if you look at the pickup placement the les paul okay so if you took a les paul special which two p90s and then you took a les paul junior it would kind of lay over top of the bridge pickup like but what's the word i'm looking for Mm -hmm. not completely over top it would yeah I don't know the word I'm looking for, but anyways, yeah. it wouldn't be quite in the middle. It wouldn't be quite back by the bridge. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, it sounds completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the bridges are different on those, too. I mean, there's all kinds of things. But, you know, because I was thinking about having a guy build a guitar. And I was like, do I want a junior? Or do I want a special? You know, what do I want? And then he, he was like, well, you got to keep this in mind. Right. You know, and the same thing with the, um, I believe, the old three the, the old 330s. No, there was a Gibson guitar that only had one P90. I thought it was the early 330s. And then, then the th- the later 330s had the two dog ears. And, s- cool. and same thing. You know, it's like, well, you better figure out which one you want if you're going to drop $3,500, $4,000 on a vintage guitar. Yeah. You know, so it's Probably like... I get the best of both worlds kind of in the middle somewhere. Yeah, so it's like, you know, that that's a great question. Frank... Frank, answer it, please. That's me typing. Skype call, Frank. Yeah, this guy. You guys just talk amongst yourselves. Six five. (laughs) Yeah, but no, this would be a good. Let's at least make it a point to email Frank. Frank Falbo, who's who's who we're talking about. Yeah, what? What was it? Four episodes? Three episodes? Nine? Like that? I can't remember, man. Guitar guru. Can you believe we've done almost seventy of these things? Have we really? Yeah, we're the it's one. Been a year, hasn't it? The one that's getting ready to come out tomorrow, sixty-seven. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. Incredible. 
Incredible. <laughs> that one's that one's for Bob. He's looking at me. He's like, you can't say that. You Inc- stole my life. Incredible. <laughs> it, it, it's an inside joke. I'll tell you okay, later. Okay. But uh, <laughs> is, yeah, sorry. But uh, th- th- Bob's Bob and Nevin. By the way, we forgot to give a shout out to Nevin. Nevin is you can't really say he's an intern because he's been doing it so long. Right. But we call him the intern. He'll always be the intern. Yeah, he'll always be the intern. But he does a lot of the video editing for the podcast, and and Bob does some as well but um obviously that's why the inside joke get, gets gets there because bob's going to see the video before any of you and he's going to be like oh no but <laughs> but shout out to nevin too he does great he's the first person to ever let max throw fire it's true yeah <laughs> not that get in trouble by the police <laughs> we were having this conversation yesterday he was like he's like do you ever wish for pyrokinesis <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and without without even skipping a beat, I was like, "No, but telekinesis, because then you could just move a match, and then you know." And he was like, "He's like, yeah, but people would see the match, you know." And I was like, "Look, I'm just trying to make sure you get the most out of your wish here, bro." <laughs> and he goes, "That's why we're friends." <laughs> but no, I'd like to get I'd like to get that from Frank. Come on, so I mean. <laughs> <Did you see him? laughs> He's trying to throw fire. Did you get the right camera? Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Spot on. All right. Remember when you hit it with that paper airplane? I did. That was, was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. I don't know if we have time for that one. That one's long. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the top. Nope. It'll take me that time that, that long. Um. And this another guy asked, you know, why a Grosher sir instead of regular Strat? We covered that already. But I don't know if we said this, but consistency, mm-hmm. you know, same thing with wire wit fill over a, 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 a t- fender Telecaster. Mm-hmm. You'd have to play six Telecasters to find the one you want. Or you can just say, Charles, build me one. Right. And it's perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. A Pinto and a Corvette, I get you from point A to point B. Just one does it way cooler. <laughs> don't look at me awkward it's true no, no, it's true no, no it's great i just wanted to give you that awkward feel did you start getting hot and like I'm already sweaty? awkward enough <laughs> i'm already kind of clammy in my hands socially awkward person you guys haven't figured this out yet <laughs> well they haven't you're probably you're... socially awkward too <laughs> it's, yeah exactly it's like if you're that if you didn't if you're in school and you don't know who the stinky kid is you're, you're the stinky kid, kid. Yeah, probably... <laughs> you know what i mean so if you can't figure out max is a little awkward it's because you're awkward too it's you're awkward too but that's so. okay though <laughs> But yeah, that that kind of wraps it up, man. The main thing was was the tube amp thing because I'm so in the mix of it right now. You know, like I literally just spent four hundred dollars on parts last night. You know, researching and it took me like four hours. Mm. So they just made a hundred bucks an hour. I'm math, dude. Boom. <laughs> what up, cuz? You didn't have to do Common Core on that one. <laughs> Yo, don't get me started. No, that's that's all I got. If you guys have any questions or comments, leave them in the comment section below. Chasing Tone Podcast on Facebook, Chasing Tone Podcast on Instagram. Check out Max's blog. Boom. Yeah, get them numbers up. <laughs> Got to meet your quota. It's true. <laughs> Did I miss anything? Oh, the Wampler Pedals Tone Group. Man, that's taking off. Yeah, it's doing good. It's doing great. Mm-hmm. Lots of good conversation. Lots of good conversation. Yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, on Facebook. Sorry. Wampler Pedals Tone Group. And... I can't reiterate enough. It doesn't have to be strictly Wampler pedals because yeah. I mean, usually it's me just a good place to ask questions. Yeah, you know, even if it, whatever it's about, you'd be like, "Hey, why does the moon, blow, you know, fall right now?" Yeah, Max will answer every question. Yep. 
We need to get back to that. Remember that segment we had? Max mm-hmm. answers your questions. It's true. Hmm. We need to start that back up again. Why? Because what did the guy say? Uh, he said, "Why aren't jet jet skis called what?" Oh yeah, uh, mo- uh, no, water was, cycles or something. Yeah, wa- yeah no, bo- was, boater cycles. Boater cycles. That's what it was. Why aren't jet skis called motorcycles? That's great. On that note, I'm going to leave you for Max and Brian. I'm Travis. Thanks for watching.